Hey, Scott Smith here. Motivational listener. Returning from social media marketing world in San Diego, California. This is an event put on each year by Mike Stelzner and the crew at Social Media Examiner. A lot of volunteers. They had an all-star band, and the bass player was a man named Reggie McBride. Everything was winding down, and people were heading back. Reggie and I had a chance to talk a little bit, and he was gracious enough to uh, allow me to record some of that conversation. So take a listen to his story. It's, uh, It's very interesting, and maybe it'll be encouraging for you as well. He, being a musician, had a career that was a little non-standard as far as his family was concerned so take a listen well, you know we, we got to capture all the stories and you know, stuff before they go away my, my eighth grade teacher took took us to see Ike and Tina Turner when I was uh, 12 we grew up in Inkster and, and uh, it was a really small town you know I said Ike and Tina she, she asked us me and the me and this drummer were in a band, just me and him, and she knew it, and she picked us out, and uh, she said, you guys want to go see Ike and Tina Turner? We said, what? Ike and Tina Turner? Yeah. I was just blown away by the big band. You know, there was about, they had about five horns, but King Curtis was in the band. And I, we saw them play, and we walked away with our mouths open like, wow, that's incredible. You know, my, my brother used to, my, my older brother used to take us to see Motown Review all the time. So we used to see Stevie play, and we saw Smokey Robinson and the Miracle, all on the same show. <laughs> and they played all the hits, because that's all there was. I was I was fortunate enough to to just be in, influenced by all those guys, you know, and and uh, buying the records and just listening to them over and over again. Because when I listened to a record, I was I would put drop the needle a uh, hundred times until I get that nail that part. <laughs> and the drummer was the same way. We were playing with talent shows and, and when I was 12 or 13 years old. And I was the leader of the band and uh, we um, we used to learn songs verbatim like the record. We thought they were just like the record, <laughs> but they sounded pretty good. And I was the band leader, so I was the only one that could uh, read music I was, or I was the only one that had an ear. So I tell all the horns, I was a little 12-year-old guy, and I'm telling the horns what to do, like tighten up by uh, Archie Bell and the drills. We won the talent show with that. <laughs> and um, for me, that was just like, you know, well, let's make it now. That, that just did it. The audience would just go nuts every time we did that. I, I uh, got with the dramatics, and we went out with James Brown, and I used to stand on the side and just watch that band play every single night. I bought every record that uh, he ever did. Fred Carter was the bass player, and uh, I used to just, you know, ask him. I said, "What? 
How do you do that, man? Let me, let me watch. Let me see. Let me just watch what you're doing. And, and they would share everything. You know, they would say, well, if you miss one note with James, it'll come out of your paycheck. And I said, what? And for sure enough, 5, 10, 15, when James did that, he turned around and swing around 5, 10, 15, 20. $20 would come out of their check, and they, they wasn't making that much. <laughs> And, uh, oh, yeah, to the bridge. And if you missed that bridge, it was some real discipline. So I, I get this call one day when I was uh, 17. And uh, <clears throat> I said, hello, Reggie? I said, yeah. He said, this is Stevie. I said, Stevie who? <laughs> and he said, Stevie Wonder. I said, you lying. He said, no. No, I said, you're bullshitting me. Huh? He said, no. Because that's when, that's a slang that we used to use. You bullshitting me. And he said, no. And the more he talked, I said, I was wondering, wait a minute. This, this really is Stevie Wonder. You know, up until then, traveling on the road with uh, the dramatics was, was charming. I mean, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you know, the money was real low, and, and we just, uh, but uh, we had fun for what it was when I was 15 years old. Uh, and and so by the time I got with Stevie, I said, I can't believe this. And he said, yeah, this is Stevie Wonder. And he said, Ray Parker told me to call you. And uh, I want you to fly out to New York. I said, fly to New York? I said, yeah. I want you to audition to be in my band. And I said, okay. And he sent me a plane ticket, and that was it. I, I stuck with him for about three or four years. And uh, he never did tell you that you had the gig. He would just call you. You would get a plane ticket in the mail. <laughs> My father was an electrician. I told him I wanted to be a musician. He said, uh, no, you're going to be an electrician. <laughs> he came out to L.A. to visit us. And uh, I had a, a brand-new Cadillac. He said, uh, my, my, my father came out. He said, let me drive your car. I said, yeah, go ahead. Take the keys. And he went around the block, and he came back. And he sat there in the den, you know, he said, when are you coming back home? I said, Dad, I, said, I got a brand new cattle. I, I got a house with a pool. I don't want to come back. <laughs> and I was 21. <laughs> you know, he was finally convinced that uh, this is what I was going to do. What a great honor it was to be able to speak with Reggie McBride, bass player for the uh, all-star band at Social Media Marketing World this year. Hey, this is Scott Smith, motivational listener. You can connect with me on Twitter at D underscore Scott and email Scott at DScottSmith.com. Have a fabulous day. Cheers. <laughs>